So we're done with the influence of hip hop before. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I'm really interested in is like the influence of hip hop on the world. And specifically, I was thinking about the recent US presidential election. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to the point where, like, you know, rappers are like getting in bed and endorsing politicians to like an extreme. You know what I mean? Like, you got. <laughs> 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 like, you know, Trump bringing out Lil Pump at a rally, like. Lil Pimp. Lil Pimp. Yeah, he yeah, just called him. Yeah. Who, who, like, you know, was thinking about that? It's 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 fucking crazy. It's uh, so what what that breaks down and shows us on like a fucking democracy scale is like you know what it's a popularity fucking contest. It's not it's not that we fucking like you know like oh we think this person is actually the best. But it's like I'm gonna say a bunch of shit that you that someone might resonate with, but they're not quite sold until they see the fucking someone that is popular or has influence in like it's a cosign. Yeah, it's a cosign. It's, it's that cosign. So it's like Trump tried to roll out his fucking platinum plan, and fucking then you got Ice Cube jumping on, you got fucking little pimp jumping up, and like <laughs> fucking you got you got you, you you see the fucking thing, and then it's like in in Trump's first fucking. Uh, like his first campaign, he's like fucking talking about fucking getting money back to poor white people and fucking, you know, like getting them to sign off on it and being like, well, I'm going to build us a wall. Keep a those wall. illegal Mexicans out. And, 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 and fucking poor, like white people that feel like immigration is horrible because they're taking the jobs and shit like that, yeah. they're going to fucking support that. Of course. They're going to yeah. fucking support that. So then in the second campaign, He's running the he same. He makes them fear for their livelihoods and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? And you, you prey on people. And then he's like, all right, cool. Now we're going to fucking, all right, fuck, we're going to lose this election. We can't just be racist again. Yeah. All right, fuck. Let's, win the <laughs> Let's give some black people some shit. Let's give money to black people. I like that he went for Lil Pump to get the black vote. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> If you think about it, think about this. So Little Pump's what, like 17, 18 now? 19? He's probably at least 20 now. I, well, I don't know. But my point is the people that still, if they still do listen to him, are probably in that voting age, new to now. voting, right? Right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if he can say some shit and make half his fucking fan to base go and vote for Trump. Yeah. That's a win. That's a win for Trump because his 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 goal was to get Trump's or yeah. fucking Little Pump's fucking people on board. Yeah. For that. On so the it's other like side, all it's all fucked up. It's it crazy. is fucked up. It's just up. a popularity contest. And it's that cosign. Yeah. Well, on the other side, we had like um, Killer Mike was endorsing Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know that was pretty cool. They Killer Mike is actually Killer Mike is really genius, yeah. Man. Killer yeah. Mike. Shout out to Killer Mike. Um, man. I saw Killer Mike. Killer Mike came to Halifax. Once. Didn't see that. It was dope. Didn't see that shit. Um, shout out to Killer Mike. Shout out to Run the Jewels, OP. Uh, but also, like, Joe Biden got endorsed by Freeway and, and, like, a bunch of rappers. And it's just, like, crazy to see, like, how it's... Like, I think... Did Lil Wayne not endorse Trump? Oh, fucking wouldn't surprise me. He's a <laughs> 
But he's been sipping syrup since he was 12 years old. He's an so, idiot. <laughs> so he gets a little bit of a pass. As he is, he is an idiot. Like, because Lil Wayne has syrup done some lot 12. of fucking shit that should have canceled him over the years, which hasn't, which is miraculous. Like, I remember, <laughs> what was it, 2016? I think he was doing a fucking interview with some woman and he, she, he was talking, she was like, what do you think about the Black Lives Matter movie? And like, I didn't, I don't oh, think, yeah, like, I've never experienced racism before. <laughs> but what happened about like fucking four or five years before that when he fucking made the song about uh, uh, Bush? And it's like, oh, yeah. like, are you that fucking high? Yeah, you're like, from New Orleans. <laughs> like, thank you. It's like, then you have like, yeah, like, like Bush didn't fucking come and do anything to help the relief and da 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 and then like racism and it's like I never experienced racism before in a fucking interview like it's like it's like my fuck my mind it's like I'm like alright this guy like, alright canceled not canceled but like alright you yeah. we know you're not also Kanye yeah. went from like George Bush hates black people to endorsing Trump and all it took was well fucking marrying Kim K. So, so, so I got a so. different story from this like Trump endorsement thing. It was like his agenda to help get people out of jail from endorsing that Trump thing, like meeting at the White well, House, which, which I'm like, fuck, manipulate any Well, that's what I was going to say is somebody like Trump, I feel Because like- I don't think Kanye West is an idiot. I don't. No. I think he's a fucking genius. No. There is also there's times where he's not all there. He does he have does, mental he has, health issues. And he like does. And I think we have. I think we issues. we have to fucking respect that. And like, you can't just dismiss him from being like, oh, he's just fucking crazy. Fuck Kanye West. He's fucking crazy. No. Because that's just dismissing everybody with mental health issues, and that's fucking wrong. No. And and Kanye says shit a lot of times that you people know, aren't even really up on yet. Makes yeah. sense. You know. Um, but I think I think the media really does try and like take advantage of and exploit oh my God. his mental illness for stories. And and you know, he makes it easy sometimes for He does them. make it easy. And, and, right? Because if you think about Kanye West and how Kanye West has always been like in the media, he's always been he he gives you everything he's passionate about. He doesn't hide his feelings and emotions. And like when he talks, he can fucking ramble. Like he can, oh, it can yeah. spiral so quickly, and so like when he does that, and then he says some shit like, "Slavery is a choice," yeah, in the middle yeah. of the TMZ, like you know, like like, and it's like, oh my god, he said slavery was a choice, but what they got hung up on was slavery is a choice. Yeah. He's talking about modern day slavery is a choice, like we 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 now like conform to like that like consumerism and fucking all this other what shit. What he's saying is the chains are just different. Yeah, the chains are different. The and chains so, are just shinier now. Yeah. yeah, and so, but also, as I look at Kanye West, you're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Because of the fact that you put out fucking Yeezys and they sell for fucking thousands of fucking dollars mm-hmm. in your fucking clothing line. You're like, cool, yes, you design it, but we're going to talk about be- people being slaves to shit. And then now that sweater with missing the fucking arm that the arm starts down here is like fucking 800 bucks and you're selling it. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, all right, but you're selling me a defective sweater for <laughs> yeah. more. Like, yeah. yeah, so it's like, that ain't really gonna keep me warm. But. Just wish there was someone in this camp that was like, just don't go to TMZ, man. Like, just don't go there. There's a lot of things like I don't, that. Like, I, like, like, I don't Kanye, know. I feel, is like the kind of person that just don't listen to nobody. Yeah. No, well, I, he said on his la- on Ye when his project Ye, he's like, I don't take advice from people less successful than me. <laughs> and there's a lot of people less successful than you. So it's like, I'm gonna tell you right now, if he hired uh, you, 
you're less successful than he is technically, but doesn't mean you're not smarter. Man, if I had that, I'd just be listening to everybody. Yeah, okay. Like fuck, he's like whatever you want, man. So it's like it's like he 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 did say it. He did say he's not. I don't take advice from people less successful than me. So it's like that's a really great point. But what was I saying? <laughs> like that's a great idea. But no, let's not do that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, all right, cool. Like, fuck. So it's like, we we do have to fucking really pay attention to what people are doing. And I think mm. there's motives on both sides. Because like, you want me here to help with this podcast. I want to be here to help with my music. Kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's a mutual benefit. Mutual, yeah. And it's like, so, but the, on a bigger scale, like a fucking presidential, presidential campaign, yeah. you're going to have... Like, fuck, hmm. He wants me to wear this Make America Great Again hat, huh? Well, fuck, I need you to get this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. I have 48 fucking cases here. I need them. Dismissed. Yeah, like, come on, like, yeah. we need a presidential pardon on these, buddy. Mm-hmm. Because they were wrongfully injustice. Or, like, you know? So it's like, on the bigger scales, it's fucking bigger stakes. So that's yeah. what people do. And then, like, how you do that and how you benefit from that is on you. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say if I wasn't in a position of power to a sort of like, if you do this for me, come on here, I can do this for you. I think I would do that. Like, and it's like, yeah. and there's people out there that well, are fucking doing well, that the on, thing a, is, on a constant yeah. basis. Yeah, nothing in life is free. Nothing in life is free, right? Like, like uh, people, for the most part, pretty much people will do things if there's some sort of incentive to themselves. Yeah, right? and then... So like, because we are like as as human beings, we always like, well, what am I going to get out of this? What am I going to get yeah. out of this? And if there's nothing on the table, like you're like you tell me to come to this party, this party's going to be great, blah blah blah, and you're fucking hyping it up to me, and then you make me pay forty dollars at the door. I don't want to fucking go. I'm like, eh. and then I got to pay for drinks and stuff. Eh. Yeah. It's a little harder sell. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, I put you on the guest list. Come to my show. Blah 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 blah. Because it's easier to get people on that thing. It's like, it'd be great to see you out there. Yeah. But like, if you're really pushing, like, you need to be there, you need to be there, you need to be there, and then fucking don't have anything that's incentivizing for them other than music yeah. and fucking a show. It's like, all right. Yeah. Some people aren't sold on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, for real. Like, like, and, you know, as especially in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. You always have to have something to offer somebody every time you ask for a favor. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, like, you know, we're homies, right? And we'll do shit for each other on the love. Oh, yeah. What I'm right? saying is... But, like, that's not how you want to conduct your shit, right? It's, like, you're not saying... It's like, no one's going to take a fucking flight to fucking sit on the Allen show for free. And, yeah, like, you know, it's like, all right, cool. I got a busy schedule. I'm pretty mm. tight. And I got fucking four hours on that day. Mm. Well, can you come to LA and you sit on my show? Yeah, yeah, but I need something. And so yeah. it's like, people don't go there with nothing to do. Because yeah. when you see someone on the Ellen show or like talk shows like that, they're there promoting themselves or something that they're doing, right? And it's not exactly. like they got a movie rolling out, they got a project rolling out, or they just started this foundation, or they like, you know, it's like no one just goes there and be like, yeah, it's just Tuesday, I decided to pop in on you. <laughs> well, I noticed like whenever I started, you know, I need to, I need to record or I need this done, you know what I mean? Like... And a lot of times you get what you, you pay for or you get what you invest in. 100%. 100%. Right? Like, uh, 
Fuck, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you invested. Yeah, yeah. You I, get, I invested in a shit-ass brain. Too much weed. It happens. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I don't know. I hate that, like, as Canadians, we so we are so invested in American politics. Because, like, I ain't lying. We pay so much attention to our politics. And you can turn around and ask another person that was talking so much about American politics, about Canadian politics, and then you're like, uh, I'm one of them people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, Because, uh, like, it's like, that's what we're seeing. That's well, what yeah. Up. Canadian politics doesn't have the pizzazz. It <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reality yeah. show. No. Canadian <laughs> politics, it's, it's politics. Yeah. It's pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more, American politics, it's not really like normal politics. That shit's exciting. It's like watching a fucking boxing match end of reality show rolled into one. Yeah. It's like with, the ultimate with, with an impending doom. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the ultimate fighter with nukes. So, yeah, like, fuck. you know, how are you not going to watch that shit? And that's crazy. It's like, so it's like when we get, we break that down and it's like you watch what is unraveled into that, those politics. It's like, it's like oh, my God, he's actually up there endorsing Trump. <laughs> or he's up there, like, making political stance. And then just like, but as we all know, if you don't, focus on your politics and you're not focused on politics and it makes it hard for you to complain. Well, yeah. did, you, well did you vote? And it's like, all right, no, I didn't vote. But like, then you shouldn't be fucking complaining. But like, I ain't lying. Like in, in my community where I grew up, it's like we have so much shit on a daily basis that we don't fucking think about politics. Mm. We, we ain't, like the first thing when we wake up isn't fucking, politics are fucking for Cindy that owns a fucking host. Yeah. Like, like her nice little family, like they... They know that their income stream is fucking secure and like stable, but in the hood, you're like, what the fuck? Like, okay, cool. Like, fuck. Ah, fuck. I forgot about that bill. I need to make more money. I need to go to work. I need to work extra shifts. I need to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. And then fucking, I do want my children to have a good life. So I fucking enroll them in something and I got to pay for that now too. Like, and now we got to fucking find, like, there's so much swirling in one pot for people in like in lower income housing and fucking communities that politics is the last fucking thing we think about, man. And I, I thought about that. I'm like, because I was talking to, I don't know. See, my brain's fucked too. I was talking to somebody <laughs> you one time. You don't even smoke. You don't even got no. an excuse. <laughs> no, and I was talking to somebody one time. They were like, why don't people like in, in, in like Uniac Square vote? And like, like, we got so much other shit. You know, fucking her son's going to jail and he fucking... Is doing this and da da da, and then she's working and trying to keep fucking little Timmy, like you know, like yeah. You think she's gonna go out and vote and, and have that as a priority well, on her fucking list yeah. or on their list to fucking like, all right, let's make sure we get our fucking votes and right? we don't. And it's like, there's so much shit that's stacked up against certain, some people that, yeah. So the the basic standard of like, oh well. Oh my god, yeah, shit about yeah. is far more substantial than just like you, like, all right, cool. Like, I went to lunch with Debbie today and <laughs> fucking Todd, and we just talked about politics. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> politics. And, 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 and we, we discussed about a fucking dinner party we're gonna fucking have. No, 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 no. We're talking about what are we gonna eat for the next month because we fucking sat down and crunched our fucking numbers like a goddamn accountant. Yeah. And 
we realized that we got fucking over the next month we got a thousand bucks and there's seven hundred dollars rent. Yeah. And it's like, now you do that. You you do that and stay fucking sane. And and then at and try not to forget about the election. Yeah. And and make sure that you're paying attention to all the politi- political fucking debates. Yeah. You listen to every last one of those. Tell me no. if you can do it. No. Yeah. Well, I had this thought the other day, and it ties into this is being able to think about a future is a privilege. It is. It being able to is. think about not just today or tomorrow or the end of the month. You know what I mean? Like to really think about having a future yeah. and then think about where am I going to be in 10 years? Well, you know, like if you're really in the trenches, you're not thinking past getting this month's rent. Yeah. You're you not know, getting, you, making sure I can eat. It's at the end of the day. It's like, all right, cool. What did I do today? What, like, did I get everything I need to, done today so that this is going to, oh, fuck, I got to get, you know what, I didn't. I got to go get a payday loan. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, fuck. Like, you know, like, it's like, and then you on top. further behind. And, yeah, just because so I already took from my fucking, my third paycheck and like fucking, you know, like, now I got to pay fucking whatever the fucking interest rate on that is, like 20 fucking 5% or some shit. And it's like, yeah. While getting advanced, I got behind. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's like that never ended cycle. And I've watched, I watched my mother do it at times. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy fuck, man. My pops told me when I was a kid, if you look after your pennies, your dollars will take care of themselves. Sounds like some some smart shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's like I, d- I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. But I ain't good at saving. But and not many people are because like we 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 have such fuck Halifax. Honestly, yeah. Like it's 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 a shit show. It's fucking a nice place. The people are great, but living is fucking yeah atrocious and it, it's only gonna get worse and that's it and it's like, like i can feel it getting worse i can feel the city like it's like it's already fucking got no money i'm gonna tell you right now it. look at every fucking third corner there's a condo going up yeah and you you condo look at nobody from here can fucking live yeah, in and so in that, in that and that's nobody. it nobody and you're looking at it and you're like holy fuck that's a Another fucking condo going up and the ones they just built in Fairview too. Yeah. And yeah. then you're looking at it like, okay, cool, you're still working at McDonald's for fucking what is it? What's minimum wage? Eleven fucking fifty. Eleven fifty? Or something, 50? Or something yeah. eleven eighty or something like that. And it's like, now, how the fuck? You gotta get a roommate to live in a shitty apartment now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta get a roommate to live in yeah. a shitty fucking apartment in a shitty part of the city with shitty fucking neighbors. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. And so fucking drafty ass, no fucking heat. Yeah. All got, the fucking I've, I've had my heat on for three months now and it, my my room hasn't gotten past twenty degrees. Yeah, all the pipes got fucking lead in them. It's crazy. <laughs> this, it's like, this is getting depressing. It is. Sorry, about music. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I wanna think about how we just all just drank two quarts of lead. Yeah. <laughs> just because all the pipes in the city are fucked still. Get you a brother filter. I got one. I got one too. I'll use it. I'm such a bastard. (laughs) All right, back to music. Let's talk about music a little bit. Let's get down. Let's get down. We're talking about the city. (laughs) So you from here? Yes. Yeah. Both sides of the bridge. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, I spent times on both sides of the bridge. Uh, Born and raised in Union Square. Uh, Moved to Dartmouth at 
14. Spent some time over there until I was like in my 20s. Moved back to the better side. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. But uh, no, um, uh, living on both sides of the bridge did give me insight. But also, I have family on both sides of the bridge. Mm. Uh, my, my father's side of the family is from North Preston. So like even before moving there, I would spend a lot of time in North Preston and stuff like that. So like just having a sense for both ways of life and... There's, there's such a there's such a stigma living on one side of the bridge to the other. Yeah. It's like people are like, fuck that, I ain't going to Halifax. It's actually, it's actually, it actually then, feels different though. When you cross the bridge, I don't know, maybe it's just in my head. The atmosphere is different. Maybe it's just in my head. Yeah, like when the I cross the bridge, like I feel like I'm not on like, you know, I don't got the home field advantage anymore. You <laughs> no. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I'm like, Shit, I get jumped right now. Uh, I gotta yeah, make a call like, so they come across like, the uh, bridge. Look at the ferry terminal. Look at the ferry terminal. Like, yeah, I've got the home team. I'm on the ferry. I'm in the gagging me right now. Get you here. Don't get jumped on the ferry. Swim. <laughs> yeah, fuck. You, you fucking. That's like international waters right there. <laughs> but like, fuck. So it's like spending both times time on both the bridge for me was like it was definitely I learned a lot from the times. It was like. Cause like, like I said, there's a stigma of like fucking people like I don't fuck with people from Halifax, I don't fuck with people from Dartmouth, and then it's like being on both sides. I'm like, you're like this person. You guys would fucking get along. Yeah. And this person's like that person. I'm like, oh, this is the same. Just like, I, I guess Dartmouth is more residential than Halifax in terms of like you know downtown like. Well, there's city. no there's no club like there's no clubs and shit in Dartmouth. Well, yeah, like, if you're gonna go to the bars and shit, you're coming over to Halifax. Yeah, unless you're going to fucking Jacobs Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Should <to> Jacobs? No, <laughs> I'm not sure. But basement. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we, we've been there. We've been there. Or <laughs> Hugo's. Shows in the basement. Uh, shout out to Hugo's. That's where my that's where my first well, performance fuck. was at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was your first <laughs> show was at Hugo's. <laughs> yeah, it was at uh, fuck, well, remember those, who, I don't, who was doing it? I think, was it Nodacy that was doing it? Fucking uh, Hugo's. Uh, they were doing like the, like the rap-offs, and if you won, you got like 100 bucks or some shit. And yeah, I lost. I lost a real-ass, shout out real-ass. <laughs> you don't realize it. Yeah. Realize yeah. is dope. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm just I'm happy with that loss. It was my first performance, I was nervous as shit, and there was like three people there. <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it, was, it was definitely an interesting experience. And I was like, all right, cool. How do I get people to come out for me now? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like a thing for me. But also it's like, there's people that are comfortable being in a three-person fucking crowd, which was like interesting for me. Uh, because I remember another show that I did, uh, Socks and the Ambition, was doing uh, Dropping Science at Company House. Okay. Uh, and this, I didn't perform this night, but I was, I popped up and there was like, there was like four or five artists performing. And literally, I swear to God, I was the only person there. It was like a slow night. And watching these guys perform, they were going in like there was, the room was filled. And I was like, wow. Mm. They got it. I was like, yeah. they know what they're doing. And it like, you don't. You don't change your performance because there's no one there, or you don't turn no. down a performance no. because no one's there. And it and it made me like just like it flipped that switch for me, being like, if anything, you just see this practice. It is, and that's it. Yeah. Usually we're practicing at home, and we don't get the luxuries of having mics, the speakers, mics, yeah. lights, and all that shit. And if you get the fucking practice Man. in an empty fucking at an empty venue, take that, take that, and fucking in stride yeah. and run with that because yeah. you need that. You gotta really love this shit yeah. to to like 
to push like you know how many fucking empty venues I've played, man. How many exactly. times? How many times? Like you know, Sox weird venues. Socks used yeah. to joke, man. He was like, I was like, I, I was like, he's like, yeah, yeah, we don't go to soundcheck. I was like, I go to soundcheck. He goes, every show of yours is a soundcheck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, cuz. That was heat. I know that. That's heat. <laughs> like, I don't know what he shows is a fucking soundcheck. He's like, wait, you got a soundcheck? I'm like, man, that was uh, too real. That, uh, that, 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 that really that, hurt. That, you, know, you know that's your boy when he gives you that. <laughs> like, that's a jab right there. That's, that's, no, that's, 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 that'll push your head back. I'm laughing like, about fuck. it now. I don't think I was laughing about it at the time. Fuck. But what's like what's the weirdest venue guys played at? God, oh man, so many, so many weird venues. Like we used to, like, we used to just rap like outside. Well, that's natural. But like, if like you got booked to play at this place, but what was the weirdest spot? Because I can, oh, I think, I think, I. Oh bet. my I God, was, was Westville, Westville. Oh yeah, fuck. that was weird. Oh my <laughs> God, Westville. Westville's in the fucking. It's in Pictou It's in Pictou County. County. Yeah, we played it's the in... first hip hop show ever in the town. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> fucking. You <laughs> made history, yo, yo. The first ever shit. <laughs> oh, we lost it. <laughs> nine oh two lit. <laughs> too lit. Uh, we put the two lit in nine oh two lit. Man. <laughs> Keep that crispy. My bad. Yeah. Where were we? Oh yeah, Westville. Yo, this show was fucked. This show was the most fucked. <laughs> there was like a decent turnout, but everyone but was they at were the all, back. They were the, like, all like it was like a country bar. There's motherfucking <laughs> there's motherfucking deer heads <laughs> on the wall. There's like fucking bear, like bear skins and shit, That's and crazy. it's just all old white people for the most part that were just like not like, like like uh, we're rapping and they're just like sitting by the bar like they're just like pissed off that they can't listen to fucking Hank Williams or whatever the fuck they want to listen to, right? And I'm like, yeah, we're the motherfucking underdogs, you know, doing my thing shirtless, like, like okay. and they're just like, who booked that shit? <laughs> it was a Mackie? couple of the, yeah, Mackie, who's like from there. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. That's it was fun. like, I can't even talk about the rest of the night on camera. That's but <laughs> But it was, it was, it was weird, dude. It was like a real country bar. Christ. I always found like the weird ones be funny as fuck. They're, they're, they're just weird and funny and like you just never know what the fuck to expect. I don't even know what my weirdest venue was. Like, fuck. The weirdest venue I booked shows for was the church that you guys did. Oh, back yeah. In fucking, what was that? October, early October? Yeah, St. Andrews. That was weird. I was like, we're in a fucking church. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> like, I actually love the aesthetic of it. The though. aesthetic yeah, of it is dope as fuck. It was a beautiful church, but I'm like, damn, hip hop show, I'm like, who's gonna be the first one to slip up and curse on the Lord's house? And I was like, holy fuck. And I did it. Yeah, I, like, yeah. <laughs> I was cursing all night long. Because it's like, hard not to, man. Yeah, that's just me. Lord said, come as you are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but like, fuck. We did a weird show that was in like... Where is it? It was weird. It was really fucking weird. We did a weird show in New Brunswick. Or not, uh, New Glasgow. It was just really weird. It was, uh, I think it was just the people were weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. New Glasgow is a strange place. Like, yeah. they're like... Like... It was it was a show, but it wasn't a show. 
they were like coming up on stage and hugging you and shit. Like, but you weren't <laughs> on stage, you were on the floor with them, which is I'm fine with that shit. Was it at the commune? Yeah. It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And we it was played like, the commune too. And yeah. it was like, they're like, why? And I'm like, it's so great, and you can hear them saying that into the mic while you're trying to. This <laughs> 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 is I'm like, all right, thank you, appreciate you being here on a Sunday night. I know it's Easter, and it's like, fuck. <laughs> it was funny as hell. It was fucking. That was uh, that was like. It wasn't the weirdest venue, but it was the weirdest experience. I think. Man, I remember my first time playing to an actual, not sound check, like a crowd, yeah. like a crowd. Where was it at? It was at each one, teach one. I think. Three years ago, Sox nominated me for the Each One Teach One for. Uh, oh, I remember that. And then I, yeah, and then yeah, I got I to that. fucking rock the stage. Because was with Brother that Ali and Mers. Shout yes. out to Brother Ali and Mers. I had strep throat during that fucking show. I was supposed mm. to be on the cipher. Because I, I had strep, I had strep throat too, and I still won the competition. I was rapping like this. <laughs> I was rapping. I was like, I had a yeah, fucking tracheotomy. What's up, I guess I could have tried. I should have plugged it out like you and came up to the show. I was like, if I come out there, someone else is leaving with strep throat. Oh, I was pouring <laughs> sweat. I didn't give a fuck. I hope I got everybody sick. <laughs> the bar is so I was, sick. Where I was licking the microphone. Where are your masks? Around this guy. Hold on, where's my mask? <laughs> Shit. Coming for you. No, but yeah, like that feeling, and like, I ended up winning, and like the crowd was just chanting my name. And I just remember right. being like, that moment. This is like, I just, I was stunned. I was like, nobody ever liked me before. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever liked me before. Now, like, there's 200 people just being like, ah. Yeah, feeling, it's a good feeling to like be on like those stages and like really be in front of those crowds. Yeah. Being an artist is hard, right? So like having a validation, like people say that, oh, I don't need validation or whatever. But like as an artist, like you question yourself a lot. I'm going right? to tell you, if you don't need validation, just stay in the studio and put out tracks and remain faceless and you'll see. You'll fucking see. Like if that's what you want to do, you don't need validation. That's cool. Yeah. Like that make fucking art for you. That, that, that is what I say. It's mm. like make art for you, but at the same time, it is fucking great. To be on stage and have people applauding and to fucking people, standing the fuck up. Well, yeah, it's it's not it's not just like about like a I'm so great thing. It's just about like having people relate to you. Like, you know what I mean? If you're like and an artist, like, motherfucking music. Yeah, and you know, like we all rap about topics that are like deep and like you know relevant to our lives. And you know, when we see that the same shit we're going through is relevant to so many other people, and that they really feel you, and that they think this you know, similar things to you, you know, it validates, like, you know, am I doing the right shit? Like, you know, you, you always question it, right? Like, always. Especially as an artist, like, we we don't really make club music. No. Not no, very not, often. Not, not that, yeah, that ain't our vein. That's like, not, yeah. like, like, I mean, we can. And, like, we, we've dropped, okay. like, party songs before. But, like, that idea of, like, like what I'm putting out into that into the world, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've even done things in life, you know what I mean? That would make an interesting song that I don't want to talk about because I don't want to put that out in the world. Yeah, and that's it. And it's like so. It's like you take that moment to pick and choose of like, all right, yeah, this is gonna be great. Mm -hmm. And on the other end of that, we sit on it for so long that we start to doubt it, mm, like yeah. before it even released, and we 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 like get so comfortable and we get so tired of it. But then, once you get on that stage and then people are fucking hearing it and it's you're having a fucking great time performing and it's coming through good and people are like reacting the way you expected them to or beyond. Yeah. 
Yeah, you want that fucking. Yeah. You want that gratification. Yeah. You want that 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 recognition, and it feels fucking good. And it's, I don't like, I don't think there's many artists that perf- like write music. I haven't met an artist that writes music that's just like, it's just for me. I just hold on to everything. Hold on to everything. Don't ever yeah. release nothing. It's just for me. I'm because I'm uh, hat to give my fucking hat to that yeah. person. I'm like, yeah, yeah I respect yeah. that because like, that's fine. That that if that's where you're at. But yeah. not, not a lot of people are there. Not a no. lot of people want to do that. People want to display. Like um, back in July when we started doing uh, Subset Saturdays, it was like to get back over to that little bit of a COVID situation where we could be in a in a venue with a, a certain amount of people and putting that display on. And it was like, because for me, like making my music is great. It's therapeutic. It helps me get shit off my chest. But then performing and allowing me to give it to people Physically, yeah, is, is a different. It's like fucking a gift. Feeling. It's it, like it's more therapeutic, and I know I'm like I know that you're getting it now because like there's there's been times where I've listened to projects and uh, I like the music, but then like two or three songs weren't really hitting with me, and then you see someone perform those tracks, and you're like, oh yeah. fuck, I see what you're talking about now. I get it, I get it, I get it, yeah. I get it, and like now you love that project even more because you've seen it live. There's even been artists that I wasn't even a big fan of and then I see them perform and they just got this energy and like- They're you giving just kinda, you their self, yeah. literally. You're, you're physically getting their energy now. Yeah, we were talking earlier about like, you know, we asked you to be on the podcast because it helps us with the podcast, but it helps you promote your music. How yeah. So like, you know, you're giving the people the gift of music, mm-hmm. right? And they're giving you the gift of appreciating it. Exactly. It's it's a it's a win win. It's a it's a I give you, you give me, because like if I'm if I'm if I'm at a show and I notice that people are like standoffish and a little further back from the stage, because truth be told, I'm not a headliner. I'm not one of those people that oh he's on a bill. People are coming up for every time. Like you know like mm. so we we are in a process of building our careers and we're building our platform. We're building our fan base of like getting to where we want it to be, but. There's gonna be times when you're at shows in the beginning and you're there's 50 people in the place and and 35 of them are more than 40 feet away from you. Mm. So you gotta engage. You gotta be like, yo, can you guys come up here? Like and let them know I'm gonna give you my motherfucking energy. Yeah. I'm gonna do it, but I need you guys to give it back. Yeah. And like you like you know what I'm giving you, you gotta give me. And I was like, and you have to have that connection. It's like you know like. Appreciate you guys even being here for one. Mm. But if you can come a little closer, we can get like you know, like we can, we can get, get this, this really thing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like and it's you have to express that because I've I've witnessed people just be cool with just like, all right, cool, that guy on the wall back there. All right. He's he's vibing. But he's not really vibing. He could he could have yeah. had a better time if he came up, you know? And it's like, so you gotta let them know I can only give you what you give me. Fans aren't really <laughs> scared of looking looking weird do you yeah. know what i mean like they, they people don't want to be the only one dancing or the only one vibing with shit so you get a lot of like people like insecure that just really do like to hang back on the wall and there's a lot of those people in that that's how they take it in yes which is yeah. fine like because there's there are just those people that like if i don't know the music and i haven't heard it before i'm definitely at the show i'm on i'm gonna hang back and peep it because i don't want to hear it banging in my ears but mm. if I know the music, I'm gonna be up front. I'm yeah, gonna be a fan. Sure. I'm being. I'm gonna show you I'm mm-hmm. a fan, and I'm gonna be attend. And I'm gonna attend. But if I don't know it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hang back and wanna listen to it clearly, and I wanna hear what's coming through, and I wanna see how you're performing too. And I don't wanna have to try to look over people. 
Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's definitely like, there's two sides to it. There's definitely two sides to it. And I think you have to understand that. And you can't be offended by the guy standing back in the corner just peeping it. No. You're always gonna, just going to do your own thing. Yeah. Right? And, um, you know, big thing I learned is you have to like, um, you know, I used to get mad. Like, you know, my friends wouldn't come out to my shows sometimes mm-hmm. and shit, right? But it's like, you know, you got to build your fan base outside of that. And you got to, you got to like have like, you can't just be hounding your friends to listen to your shit. Like you mm-hmm. actually have to look at different ways to expand your market and get those people that are, you know, I've been, there's been times where I've been doing a show and people aren't even there for the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just there, like they just thought it was the bar, but then they come and then they they're like, even oh, know what's happening? Yeah, moment. and then, yeah. then yeah. The, but they knows. like they love that shit, yeah. right? And like those are the people because it's, really a, want it's to a surprise it. for them, right? And it's like it's a nice little treat. Yeah, um, but yeah, I was gonna say something that last one. Well, especially in hip hop, whereas <laughs> like you know. All right, if somebody says they're a guitar player, right? Everybody's like, oh, cool, play me something. But if you say you're a rapper, everybody's immediate response is basically like, fuck you. No, you're not. I don't know what <laughs> it is. you're a rapper, huh? Yeah, yeah. You're like, everybody and their mother thinks they're a rapper. So it's like... What are you, a rap about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like, what are you... Oh, yeah, fuck. especially, man, I remember when I was a kid. I remember I was a kid. So I've been rapping for a long time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or at least been writing, you know? And I remember... T- Telling them, I think it was Halifax. Do you you know you know Halifax? Mm-hmm. I think I told him I saw him. I was like after a show, and I was like, yeah, I'm an MC, and he laughed in my face. <laughs> I was like 15. Coldness. He just laughed at me. I'm bad at it, but I'm oh. just saying, like it's a it like, <laughs> it <made me> <laughs> I'm a hell of a motherfucking rapper now too. Come laugh now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, he, rapped this, he rapped every moment until this so we could say that. I swear to God, you made me practice. So shout out to Halifax. <laughs> you got me practicing again. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, this is a real dog eat dog. It, it, it is. Biz. It is. It really is. And you have to have a thick skin and you have to really be patient. Because you you don't know when you're ready to actually take it the fuck on. <laughs> like you might be like, ah, oh, this fucking's ready. This song, this is it. This is the song. This is the one. And then it's not. It's not the one. It's not. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't mm. come across the way you projected it to. And yeah. so, like, you have to be patient because it's a long, slow grind. Even to get recognition by your peers, mm. for people that know you, they're like, oh. You're still going at it. Yeah. And I remember uh, I came across someone from high school, like, I want to say the last salt yard I was doing and when I was hosting it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going to the bathroom and I ran into her and she was like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, nice to see you, blah, blah, blah. I'm hosting a show here at Salt Yard. She was like, oh, great. Nice. That's really dope. Um, she, you still rap? I'm like, yeah. And it's like that, that, like that condescending, oh, you're still rap, You huh? still <laughs> rap, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And I was like, eh, yeah, you should come fucking check it out. <laughs> and I'll show you. And like, but like, it's like, there's people that are like, oh yeah, that was just a like. People think you're doing it as a hobby, but like, oh, that's yeah. a that's a long hobby. But no one says that about golf. 
No. No one, does, no one says that, Boca. Oh, you're still playing golf? fucking acoustic guitar around the like, campfire and make s'mores. There, there's a stigma. That's fine, but if, if you're an MC, everybody's like, fuck you. Because like, and that's it. Like you can say, you can, you could be like, I'm a boxer. And people are like, oh my God, that's great. You're a boxer. That's, that's cool. That's really yeah. fucking cool. And people are like interested and you're like, I'm a rapper. And they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's like it's you, you, always, like, you no, almost but, get like shot down right away before they even know. Like it, 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 <laughs> in rap, you're guilty until proven innocent. I'm being <laughs> a good rapper. <laughs> you definitely have, <laughs> yeah. and rightfully so. I'm gonna yeah. say rightfully yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, There's but, a lot of trash, motherfucker. But at the same but. time, it's like when I could say like I'm a boxer. I'm not saying I'm just saying I'm a boxer because I go to fucking one class a week. Your 30 minute hit. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? I'm like I'm a box. I'm a boxer now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you're a boxer. But like, like I said, no one says that about golf. No one's expecting anything of the person that says, oh, yeah, I golf on Sundays. Oh, yeah, that's great. You're still golfing, eh? Oh, you're still yeah, golfing, like, eh? Like, then, then they'll interject with like, I always wanted to do that. Uh, opposed to being a rapper. They're like, eh. Like, I got. There's, I know so many of those things. I so. got asked to perform at um, the Lebanese Festival once. How did that go? Actually, that was the first crowd I played to. Okay. But they were all like old Lebanese people. It was all like friends of the family and shit. You know what I mean? And they were Look not like, they were go. just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Bunch of old Lebanese men like sitting there drinking their like Johnny Walker black. Like, <laughs> so then, like, the, that would have been. Those, those, I understand that. I understand that because like, Playing for older crowds that f- may have watched you grow up, I think might be the hardest. It is the hardest yeah. possible to do because it's like, oh damn! Now I want to curse their fucking ears off. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never cursed around these people before. Yeah. Uh, my uh, show I did in February at the casino, part of a comedy show that my uh, cousin put on called "Laughing Over Violence," was that. Uh, a lot of my grand, my grandmother was there, my grandfather was there, um, a lot of my aunts and uncles, my great aunts and shit. And I was like, damn, this is interesting. And I kept it clean, but it was definitely like they'd never seen me perform before. So it was like they, they didn't come out to fucking the marquee at 2 a.m. and no, yeah, 2 a.m. Yeah. So they don't get to see me perform. And they like, honestly, they're not traveling across the bridge on fucking Wednesday afternoon to see me do the community show that I did. And so it's like, it's a little different. And it's like, and it was really weird. I'm like, oh fuck. And it, it was there was like that extra added pressure for mm. me. I was like, holy god, damn. Mm. So it was like then, then my grandma would see me. She was like, any other time you have that was great. Like anytime you have like shows that aren't late, let me know. I'll come. Like I, I really enjoyed that. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I'm with that yeah. because it was it was. I made my grandmother proud, and she was like she she enjoyed seeing me on stage, and she was like, yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I consider that when I'm doing my writing too. Like, yeah. you know, I think that my mom could end up hearing this shit. You know what I That's mean? I consider like, you know what I mean? So even when I'm talking about like certain themes, I, I, I like to like veil everything mm-hmm. pretty well. You know what I mean? I do to an extent to like where I'm like, okay, my kids are gonna, I wanna show my kids this. I wanna show my kids this. I want my kids to be able to listen to this, but I'm not gonna give it to like center to a point where i'm just making it family friendly no no i I'm mean it's gonna, gonna have raw, the, the, the raw realness 
But I, I definitely am, like, I'm not going to be like, 10 bad bitches in the living room shaking their ass going to jump on my... Like, you, know, yeah. you know, like, you know, like, I'm not... I have a daughter. I'm not... I don't want to objectify women in that way. Of course. So, so if you're hearing your fucking father objectify women that way... Dan, what, what's your view of, like, you know, how men should treat you? Exactly. And it's it like... It's it. like... And, that, and that's what I want to, like... I have that... I have that thought in my brain when I'm... When I do right. And, like, all right, cool. Like, there is... There is a, a line of respect I keep and I uphold for myself because I'm, like... I, like, people always talk about, like, last night was a movie, last night was a movie. Yeah. But we got to be careful because children watch movies, What kind man. of movie? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and we're putting this shit on Snapchat, we're putting this yeah. on Instagram, we're putting this on the things. And my nephew, like, I have older nephews, like, one of my nephews is 20, one of my nephews is 14. And, like, they're young, like, they're in that, 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 that thing of, like, of, like, my, my oldest, my oldest nephew, he's, like, doing his own fucking thing, but, like. My 14-year-old nephew, he's listening to fucking The Little Pumps and The Babies and, and fucking, like, all that shit. Um, so it's, like, what I'm putting out there, I don't want to, like, foster more of that shit. You yeah. know? Like I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, yo, there is real shit in music. Here, listen to Little Brother. Yeah. Here, listen to, like, you know, like, throwing shit out there. Like, also, take this in. Don't just, like, you know, like, like, because my fear is, like... Uh, like, fuck, that's my nephew's a drug addict because of the music he listens to. And, like, fuck, taking that in, I'm just like, we got to be careful and we also got to counteract what they listen to. Because, honestly, I don't talk to my nephew as much as he listens to music. Yeah. yeah. We don't, our parents didn't talk to us as much as we listen to music. Our older siblings didn't talk to us as yeah. much as we listen to our music. Because if we weren't talking to them, doing homework or in school, we were listening to our fucking music, doing whatever the fuck we were doing. Also, you're going you're gonna, like, to listen to someone that you admire or you think is really cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? More than your mom or your dad. You know, even though they have a bigger influence and they're more there in your yeah, life. But like somebody present. that you think is cool that you want to be like, like, oh, that, that shit is so cool. That's what I want to be. Like, it really seeps in there and like, it does. And fucks your shit up. I'm going to tell you, like, fucking The Carter 2 raised me. Like, fucking Nas, Hip Hop's Dead album was one that I was big on at that time. Classic. Like, fucking, you know, like, those albums, like, all that shit, like, fucking, even, like, through high school, like, when I really fucking got into Styles P and the locks, it was like, man, I thought I was a fucking gangster, man. <laughs> like, so it's like, we, what we're taking in is definitely something that we try to emulate in our lives. So, yeah. So we, you've got to be, you have to be aware of, like, if I take this a little too far, if you push it just more so in the other direction it could be good or it could be bad depending yeah. on what you're listening to because now like you see like think of all the young guys that are like 17, 18, 19, 20 running around with dreads now because hip hop made dreads the look and then like now they got dreads like they're running around with dreads it's like it's not a it wasn't a choice that they made like oh I'm going back to like you know like a, a hairstyle and all that but it was like Oh, my favorite rapper got dreads. I'm getting dreads too, mm. and that's an influence, and it's that's a commitment. That's a real fucking commitment. Well, like even yeah. the clothes we wear yeah. and and the shit we drink, you know what I mean? Like, like do you remember? Like, we, look at—is anybody here wearing really baggy shit? And we're all rappers. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in if, if, if size forties. Yeah, if I had a couple of those, and my waist was a that's twenty-eight. That's what I mean. I would like you know I'd be wearing triple XL fucking. Echo hoodie. I'm gonna tell you, my you shirt was dragging on my goddamn shoes. I'm like, fuck. 
Why, why are you walking on the back of your shirt? Why did we think that and looked people cool? People used to wear two tall tees, like one tall tee and, and then the one short tee. <laughs> I need you to see the I layers need to, see to the, the shit. layers of my aesthetic, you know what I mean? And motherfuckers, motherfuckers back then, they wouldn't even wear two polos. And they I've pop seen off that, collars, yeah, I've seen man. Like, I've never ever worn two polos. Jeez, yo. But then, and then, then you could get the Foot Locker tall tees that had like the double cuff on it. With the like white on the the black and then the white little sewn under like looks like you had another shirt on, which you didn't really have another shirt on. <laughs> but yeah, fuck is selling that shit. Yo, I remember I had I had the burgundy one, the burgundy with the white under it. I don't know if Exco existed anywhere else but Nova Scotia. I don't know. I hope <laughs> Did Exco exist elsewhere? It was probably Maritime Team. Because I remember I got an Exco hoodie and I just thought it was, I, yeah, like, you know, certain shit you thought, you just thought you were so cool. Like, I got a little G-Unit hoodie when I was in, like, the sixth grade. Now. Like, you know, when 50 Cent was popping. Like, yeah. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I still, I fucked with 50 Cent heavy back in the day. Like, I don't like, think many people just, didn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, They're like, he had he he had his shit rolling. Yeah. What's funny is like, you know the shit he did with Kanye with the the whoever sells more albums. Mm-hmm. It was Curtis and. Uh, oh, what album? Yeah, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I think it was. Not Twisted Fantasy. College Dropout. No, it was. Yeah, it was the third was, one. I think it was his third album. Late, reg- late registration. Wait, really, College Dropout, late registration, and graduation. Yeah, I think it was graduation. Yeah. But anyways, I feel like that was a really big turning point in hip hop, whereas like 50 Cent's style of like that gritty New York street shit kind of took a back seat to Kanye's like backpack rap. Yeah, because what, what Kanye did was like, I'm a smart kid. Like I'm smart, like I'm, I'm college educated and like the first album was a talk about dropping out of college and fucking... Like, all the skits on there were fucking hilarious. Yeah, then that, uh, that album was chock full of dope shit, too. But and that's like, it. And it was like, you don't have to just be a gangster rapper. You didn't have to be a drug dealer. You didn't have to. And it, and it, and it, and it made way for Kendrick Lamar's, J. Cole's. Yeah. Even artists like myself of, like, I don't have to be directed in the gang culture or drug culture to make music. I don't have to fucking thing because like i'm gonna tell you right now like me me rapping at fucking 16 17 i'm telling you right now you would have thought i was pablo escobar yeah <laughs> like fuck <laughs> like, <shit. laughs> i'm telling you i'm gonna fucking shoot you yeah i ain't never have a gun like mm. and it's like so it's like it there was it, a there was a there was a shift in the momentum of like music of like okay you can think in this way and you don't have to do what the mainstream yeah. is doing and then kanye west changing the mainstream in the process of, like... Because, like, even in, like, even in the 90s, right? You know, um, Enter the 36 Chambers and, uh, and the Low End Theory. Was it the Low End Theory? One of the, one of the Tribe Called Quest albums. You know, it came out yeah. the same year, right? And those are both albums from New York. But, like, you know, Tribe is not on that gangster shit at all. Mm-hmm. Right, and whereas Wu Tang is like creativity. Yeah, and you know, and like, and like, they were still very highly respected in the culture oh, wow. and in, in the hood, right? And then you know, in as the '90s progressed and we got into the late '90s, early 2000s, it seems like a lot of the fun and hip hop dropped off into just more gangster shit. I mean, you had like like little resurgences, like yeah, like Soul Boys and fucking Chingy and shit, 
that's not. I guess I'm not making my case very well. <laughs> but like, well, no, there, there, it, it, there was a light perspective to the hip hop. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you would listen to a tribe called Quest, and like they're not talking about being thugged out, and like, no. but for a while there, I feel like it dropped off, and then, you know, especially in the '50 era. Yeah. Oh fuck, man. He he had so much influence. He was like he made people think they need to be shot. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, that was his brand. No, man. But, like, no, like, but that's true. I'm pretty sure there was definitely people out there that were like just just pop me one in the ass. Yeah, yeah. You know, just shoot me one in the <laughs> ass. Shoot, shoot me in the head. No, like, shoot, shoot me, me in the, the fucking ass. Shoot me in the You know, there, I bet you there's somebody out there that did that to sell records. Fuck, hold on. If I shoot myself in here, <laughs> look like it came from over there. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm barely shooting basketball, let alone yeah, shoot yeah. myself. Yeah, and then fucking be Hell like, no. I, I don't even shot. like rap. <laughs> Not why, enough to get shot. Why we Fuck all that noise. It's fucking crazy. Just to see how people perceive image and what something should look like. Mm. Like, it's like, you look at it and you can be like, oh, I need to do that to be this. Yeah. <laughs> It's fucking, it's crazy. And it's like, I think, I think hip hop now is more vague than ever because there's so many subgenres and yeah. like, like so many branches off. Like you can get that nerdcore rap. Yeah, or nerdcore, emo rap. Emo, like you can like, have, there is so many like, there ain't even, there, there's no, there's no other like subgenres to other genres. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I don't I know. Think it happened I, they've before. they've they've always been more established. Is there is there yeah. subgenres to yeah. like, well, like country like, music? If you like rock, right? Like, what do you like? Heavy metal, or do you like punk, or do you like okay. fucking like yeah, Bob Dylan? Rock, it's split up in or whatever. Thousands the fuck. Oh, does it? Oh, see, I'm not well versed in that shit. So, but like, but I'm saying like, in something so young. Yeah, hip hop is the yeah. youngest. Something so young, and then to have so many yeah. siblings of this shit. Yeah.